Welcome to the Created to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lori K. Snyder, and today is episode 102. We're talking about navigating storms, how to discover hope, healing, and encouragement during these difficult times. And it's a timely message because here in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, we just went through Hurricane Adalia, and the neighborhood in which I live in suffered about four feet of storm surge, and many of the homes in my neighborhood have flooded. And so we have been helping for the past week, helping with the cleanup and feeding people, and my church is in our neighborhood. Now, I did not suffer any uh, flooding in my home in particular, so I was have been able to help other people with, you know, recovering from their loss. And our church offered a um, a meal, and so we, my husband and I, went around dispersing meals to people as well as serving in the church. But then I also gave a message on Sunday. Our pastor was out of town for a scheduled uh, commitment, and so he had asked me to give the message. So I want you, as my listeners, to hear this message because no matter what you're going. Through, through, whether it's a, it's a natural storm like we just went through with the hurricane, or I just went through tornadoes two weeks ago, or it's an emotional storm such as a strained relationship, which I also just went through a couple weeks ago. We have to know how do we stand firm and that God is not the source of our storm, that he is the source of our hope. And so in the midst of life storms, it's crucial to remember who we are anchored to and that foundation. And we've got to strengthen ourselves through the Word, through the Holy Spirit, and the power of community, because we were never meant to face storms in life alone. We're part of the body of Christ, and we've got to know that other people are walking alongside us to lift us up in prayer and offer support where we need it most. And so I want to share the message that I had uh, given to our church, but it's really a general message to no matter what you're going Going through to give you that hope and encouragement and healing. And then also there is prayer at the end because my husband and I prayed over the entire congregation and it was powerful and a lot of people received healing and comfort from it. And so I just want you to be blessed by that. I'm going to ask you that you share this with a friend or a family member that is going through a tough time that needs hope, no matter, like I said, if it's a relationship issue, if it's a financial issue, if it's a health issue, or a natural uh, storm coming. I want to help you thrive, not just survive. And that's what this podcast is all about, helping you thrive despite your circumstance to grow deeper with your relationship with the Lord and to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. All right, here we go. My name is Lori Snyder, and I'm a member here since October, and I will tell you that this is a place to be real, to belong, and to grow. And so we are so honored that you are here today. If this is your first time, if you're watching online, we just want to welcome you. We want to be the hands and feet and the mouthpiece of Jesus. We want to love on you. The Bible says that we're to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And so this is a grievous time for, for all of us. But the answer is Jesus. 
God is not the source of our storms. He's the source of our hope. And so today I want to really just give you a message of hope, truth, encouragement. I'm a Bible teacher. I'm a resiliency coach. So I'm going to kind of mix all of that in. But number one, I'm sold out for Jesus. And I did not grow up in the church. I always say I grew up heathen. Um, I became a Christian out of fear. So I had religion, but I didn't have an intimate relationship with the Lord until one day my eyes were open. When I came to the end of myself, I found the beginning of a relationship with the Lord. And my whole heart is to help others grow deep in their personal relationship with God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, because we will never know who we are until we know who he is, because we're created in his image and his likeness to be an expression of him, his love on the earth. So I just want to welcome everyone. We're going to do things a little different. I'm going to minister a little bit, and then we are going to have a time of prayer. And my husband will will join me, and I'll, I'll share with you more about how that's going to look. But we want to love on you. Truly, this is what the church is. We are to be the church, not just do church or go to church. And this is a church that is being the church. And as we've been going throughout the last few days and helping people, our hearts are overwhelmed. I've moved 22 times in 32 years, living in six different states multiple times. I know what it's like to have to pack up and move and start over. You are not alone. God is always with us, but there's times, especially when the storms in life comes, we don't necessarily feel him. We wonder, where are you, God? We have a lot of questions. And what I have found is that it's during these times when these storms of life happen, where everything is shaken, you have to know your foundation, that solid rock in which you stand. I've been there many times. And I will tell you, it's only through the Lord that you're going to be able to not just come through, but come through with joy. Since he will lead you out with joy and peace. And so I want to encourage you with that today. Thank you, Jeremy, for your your song, your prayer. It says that nothing will shake us from the love of God. And that is right now what you have to encourage yourself with. Not loving God but allowing his love to penetrate your heart, to feel his loving kindness, his goodness, because he's a good, good father. And that is the good fight of faith that we all have to go through. But we are the body of Christ. We have to strengthen ourselves, but there's times where we can't even lift our arms up to fight, and we have others here with you to lift up your arms, to walk alongside. So reach out. Do not isolate. You cannot do this alone. Psalm 34, 1 through 3 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That is the good fight of faith that we are facing every day. 
when we want to look at our circumstances and be dominated by our circumstances. But God is telling us, look up, look to him. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the answer. And we need to have that relationship with him so we can pour our heart out to him and exalt him. Because Jesus said, we're going to have trouble in this world, but to take heart because he has overcome the world. He has given us his word. We are to strengthen ourselves by getting in the word of God, to hear him speak to our heart that only can fill us. A lot of times we want God to fix our situation, but God wants to fill us with his love, with his truth, with his strength to help us get through and to mature us and strengthen us so when we can then It says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So we will testify to the goodness of God and how he got us through and how we're stronger as a result of it. But we have to strengthen ourselves. We have to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, my soul has to bless the Lord. So when there's times of troubles, I find comfort in the Psalms. David, who wrote most of the Psalms, is one that he wrestles with a lot of the stuff, and he wrestles with God, and God loves you wrestling with him. There are questions we will never have answers to, but that doesn't mean we can't ask. He wants us to work this through with him. It's that personal relationship we have. It's not a formula. It's that relationship of drawing near to him and allowing his love to penetrate our hearts. Psalm 46, 1 through 2 says, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Doesn't mean we won't be afraid. Doesn't mean we won't face fear. But we're not going to let our heart be troubled and dominated by fear that wants to uh, paralyze us, isolate us, give up. You know, David said he would have lost heart if he would not have been confident in the goodness of the God, goodness of God in the land of the living. This is where the script, when we get the scriptures coming in us and then through us to where we can then benefit our own heart by declaring God's truth and knowing the comfort of the Holy Spirit. John 10.10 is kind of a plumb line Because a lot of times people don't know, is this from God? Is this not from God? If you want to know if something is from God or not, this is kind of like a plumb line. My husband's in the construction business, so I always think construction terms. Um, That dividing point. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus is saying, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. My heart is very full, and and I had so much that I want to share with you. But this was one, when I was praying this morning, I was out walking and praying for everyone, and this is what the Lord put in my, my heart, and I'd never made this connection before. We can easily realize what's trying to be stolen, killed, and destroyed, right? But Jesus said he came to give us life in abundance till it overflows. So that means it's not just for us. It's for other people. And that's what I love about this church is 
His life is overflowing through us to other people. And we need to be good receivers. So if you are a recipient right now, because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I just have a hard time receiving. I get that. And I used to be that way until someone said, Lori, if you don't receive, she didn't get the blessing. I was stopping her from receiving a blessing because she was trying to give something, but I was blocking it. And so I just said, I receive. Just like we have to receive God's love, his care and kindness through other people. Because God uses people. That's how he doesn't use them. He works through them. That's how he works. That's how he operates. So we need to be receivers. And it's humbling. But we freely receive, freely give. So what is the thief trying to steal, kill, and destroy? Galatians 5, 22 through 23. When we do these things, I, I because I'm a resiliency coach as well, we look at our heart. So when I say these, when we take the scriptures and we read the scriptures, it's not just to our head. We want to examine what's going on in my heart right now. And then we connect the Lord to allow him to fill that need, to fill that desire, that emotional desire and need so that we can be strengthened by him, to be comforted. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what the enemy is trying to steal from you right now and every day. Number one thing, he's trying to steal love. He's trying to tell you God's not a good God, God's not there for you. All goes back to the beginning in Genesis 3 when the serpent was in the garden tempting Eve and Adam. Joy. We can have joy even though we're going through hardships because joy is a fruit of the Spirit that comes from our relationship with the Lord. It's not dependent upon our circumstances. Peace. A lot of times we can hear news and we hear the reports and we see things and it can try to steal our peace. But when we have God's grace, grace and peace go together. God's grace is his favor. It's his ability to do what we can't do in our own strength. It says that grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we connect to Jesus to have his grace work in us to produce that peace, to walk forward, to take that next step. Patience, that doesn't need to be explained. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I want to allow time for prayer, but I want you to reflect on what's going on in my heart right now that the Lord wants to connect with you to fill you, to have that deep personal relationship, not a religion, not a thing that you just quote a scripture just to quote a scripture to make yourself feel good or whatever, but it's to, this is the source of life. And when you're dealing with life storms, that anchor, Jesus, he anchors our soul, that hope that God is the source of our hope. And he wants us to believe him and trust him and follow him. And when he gives you an instruction, he says, follow me. He doesn't say you're going to understand it per se, but you follow that love that kindness, that leading, that peace and joy that leads you out. 
I just want to give you a resource, and then we're going to pray together as a, as a body. I have a podcast called Created to Thrive. I did three episodes last year during Hurricane Ian when we were displaced again, and episode 55, 56, and 57. And I talk about the storms of life. How can we have wisdom and peace during these? And what is the source of these storms? And how do we navigate these storms? And I go into a lot of teaching in the podcast. But my podcast is really to help you grow deeper in your relationship with the Lord for emotional health and wellness, and to really become who God called you to be, to recognize the life that he has, that life in abundance. I want to offer this a time of prayer, and I'm going to have my husband come up, and we're going to pray over you. We're going to join together in the middle, and we're going to hold hands. We want to be the body. We are a community, and one of our core needs is to belong, to have community. Father God, I thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, our helper, our teacher, who leads us into all truth. I thank you that we are your children and you are a good father who takes care of us and that we are to cast all of our care over onto you, Jesus, because you do care for us and you carry that care. So right now we carry or we hand over everything that we are carrying. And if we have picked up things that are from other people that don't belong to us emotionally, Lord Jesus, we put that at your feet right now. We surrender to your love. Father God, I pray right now that people would encounter your loving kindness, your goodness, and your personal love for them right now. That they would experience the fruit of the Spirit in their life. Love and joy and peace would flood their hearts to overflow. And Lord, I just ask that you send laborers to help everyone that needs help. You are right on time. And you say, call to you, and you will answer us and show us great and mighty things that we do not know. So we call out to you, Father. And I thank you for pre- for giving us ideas and and thoughts that will not only help us, but will bring help to other people. Lord, we comfort those who are going through challenging times, and we thank you that you are always with us. And if anyone needs healing in their bodies, right now, I just want you to receive healing wholeness from the Lord Jesus Christ. I release the very life and peace of Christ into your bodies right now. Sickness be gone. Pain be gone. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Jesus. You bore that on the cross so that we do not need to bear that in our bodies or in our souls. We receive your love. We receive your healing. We receive your wholeness to make our souls excellent. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. 
Father, we love you and we thank you for all that you've done for us, for all that you do for us. Father, you gave me a picture this morning of a light on a hill. And you say, Father, that that light shone brightly in times of great darkness. Father, your light shines through us as your children. As we are born again, you have filled your, our spirit to be like you, to be with you, and, and, and to be in unity with you as we are your children. You have called us to great and mighty things. For you say in Scripture that my people that know me will do great and mighty things in my name. So, Father, I just speak forth over this body, over this family, to go out and be that light, to serve our families, to serve our community, to serve our city, to serve our state, and to go to those areas that you called us to in our businesses, in our, in our, in our communities, and to be the light of Christ. In times of great normalcy, the light doesn't shine. You can't differentiate, but in darkness it does. So, Father, I just call forth your light through us. And I speak wisdom over the minds of your saints, over the minds of your children. You say, Father, in Scripture, that if we ask for wisdom, you are gracious to grant us. And let us not be double-minded. Let us not think that he is not going to give it to us, because he certainly will. That would be wise in how we approach things and how we solve problems and how we reach the community and how we touch the hearts and minds of the people that you've called us to connect with. Father, I speak over this family and I just say blessing over you all. I say reject isolation. I say reject pride. Open your hearts to one another. Open your hearts to the Holy Spirit. Open your hearts and receive the love that you may be a conduit of his love in every person you touch. Father, I thank you for this family. I thank you for the joy that flows through this church. I thank you for the joy that flows into this community. And I thank you for the joy and the love that you pour out for one another. Thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you do for us. And we lift our eyes to you. For you, you, Father, are where our help comes from. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and through the Holy Spirit, we say, Amen.